0: Back Welcome to Loinlander, the most unofficial Outlander podcast on the internet, or anywhere.
1: I'm your host, Megan.
0: And I am your host, Joe.
1: And today we're going to be talking about Outlander episode 312, The Backra. But before we get into that, Joe, if
0: anyone... <laughs> now Megan's laughing because we've done, done. five t- or six takes and I can't get the email address right. But you know what? We're just going to push through on this one because I have had enough so if you do want to get a hold of us you can email us at loinlander at gmail.com or you could reach out to us on twitter at loinlander that is at loinlander on twitter
1: okay great job getting through that thank you both of us because that was a tough one for me um and I kind of broke there a bit so I do apologize that's probably unprofessional podcast behavior but that that was that was a long go of it Um, So before we get into the beat-by-beat going through the episode, um, last week we gave a call out to anyone. A solemn oath. A solemn oath that if we received 500 emails that Joe would watch and podcast all of season one with me. Um, and we did refi- we did receive more than we thought. We, we did
0: receive emails for yeah, sure,
1: even more than just from our number one fan who well, actually sent two. She
0: sent two. Bless her. <laughs>
1: yes. um, but uh, we're not at five hundred yet, everyone. So yeah. feel free. Yeah. Now that Keep. we have properly gotten right. through the call out and and yeah. actually provided the correct email That's address. That's right.
0: We I mean <laughs> we got a few to go. Let's just say that. Right. But uh, but but yeah. Thank for the people that did though reach out to us. Thank you so much. It, yeah. it, it actually. Because all all your emails are always so great and so kind. Uh, We did get one email informing us that um, we have been using the term boat, when in fact we should be using the term ship, and we appreciate stuff like that. love it. So um, thank you very much. We will uh, most likely screw it up and say boat again, but I will... We'll try not to. We'll try to correct ourselves and say ship. But we like that stuff, so please please send it to us.
1: Yeah. So this episode is called The Backrut, which means boss means the boss it was written by one of the new writers from season three his name's luke Sh- Schnellhaus, um and he also wrote the episode uh, heaven and earth which one was that it was the one where claire and jamie are separated and jamie makes that comment to fergus about you don't know what love is because if oh, you did you would know on, you would move heaven and earth
0: the one on the ship
1: the one on the ship that's right that's right, right. um so, this episode is directed by Charlotte Brandstrom, who also mm-hmm. directed the last episode. But, I wanted to say, this new writer, Luke, I think you like him. Because, big news, everyone. Wow. Well. Big news, Lloydlander <laughs> listeners. Joe said that this was the best episode out of all episodes in season three. It's true. That so, is true. Now, the bar wasn't exactly... Okay. like right. Anyway. But... He said there wasn't anything about this episode that he didn't like. So this is really exciting no, for me. That's wrong. What did you say? I
0: said there wasn't anything about this episode that I hated. Same that's thing. different. Same no, thing. That's different.
1: Okay, well, we'll get into what you didn't like anyway. then. So this episode begins with a cold open. And they seem to be sticking with the theme of when it's the same scene from a different character's perspective, it's a cold open. Yeah. So this is, we see young Jamie being taken onto the ship. And we hear Jamie and Claire screaming his name from the cliff where we saw them mm-hmm. running towards him.
0: Yeah, so he's taken, the, he's captured by these Portuguese men. Yeah. They usher him onto the ship.
1: And they say, Keep him. The Bakra likes young boys. Mm-hmm, yeah. And you said that they referred to the Bakra as she, because you knew. It wasn't it was...
0: until they got to Jamaica. Oh, okay. At that point, you don't know what. what...
1: I actually thought.
0: That maybe the guy who was the captain, was the he was referring to himself as the Baccarat, like in the third person, like the Baccarat likes young boy. I was like, oh, look out, young Ian. Uh, But but young Ian basically was saying, you know, you have the treasure, let me go. And they were having no part of that.
1: Right. So then he arrives in Jamaica. Who
0: knows what happened on the boat?
1: Nothing good, because when he arrives in Jamaica, he basically falls on the ground in that cave that they put him in. So he started out all feisty. By the end of the... Ship ride.
0: Oh, yeah. He's... Yes. Sorry, I did boat!
1: Oh. Did you say boat? I said boat. Oh, no. Um, but anyways, Already. by the time he arrives, he's exhausted. He's thrown into a cave, and he, like, is lying there, and another boy crawls out and says, I'm Henry, and he's got an English accent. There were six of us when I arrived. Now there's just two. Mm-hmm.
0: He had a friend that didn't speak English.
1: A BQ. Mm-hmm. Doesn't speak English, but one by one, he said the back... They went... They were taken to the Bakra, and they never came back. That's right. Young Ian says, "What's the background Next scene, straight to the background.
0: Yeah, no, they're <laughs> not. They're not wasting a lot of time with Young Ian's uh, subplot here, which is good. Which is yeah. great.
1: And we see. There's a lot to cover in this episode. There so. is so much to cover, which I think is something that you enjoyed, right? It's really yeah. fast paced mm-hmm. and lots going yeah. on. Good pacing. We see a, a, a bloody foot come yeah. out, of, come out of a bloodbath, and we hear.
0: Very striking imagery. Really yeah. great set really awesome the the also the yeah the, this scene just the the cinematography in this scene was great like i thought the color the contrasting the color palettes i just thought it was really great this was one of the best scenes i've ever seen in an what yeah and not just not because of necessarily the content but just it was really it was really well done
1: wow mm-hmm. okay i feel like we should watch the wedding episode again maybe or just not. so that well we'll see what 500 happens 500
0: emails we'll see what happens
1: right so, and we recognize the voice that says, Inst- I hear you're from Scotland, so am I. And you're thinking,
0: why have I heard this voice
1: before? And even you, you said right away, Well,
0: I knew it was gayless because if you recall, I called this many, many episodes ago when they find the skeleton of the woman with her head bashed in.
1: When Joe Abernathy Right, and, and it was
0: like, they, she was in, why was she in Jamaica and that kind of thing. And I was like, that's totally gayless. Wow, yeah,
1: that's really impressive so, that you knew that. So
0: we know, I don't know why I knew that, but I did. And uh, now we no, we she, know we know is. how Galis is gonna bite it too.
1: Right, and she's in Jamaica. She walks out of the blood bath, and she looks amazing. Like the mm-hmm. the blood looks so real, the color and the, the way makeup, it's falling yeah. off of her. The
0: makeup is incredible. Like that's corn syrup, but or something, whatever they use these days. But it looked great. Like it, it did. was, it was yeah, it was awesome.
1: So she's had, this actress has had lots of Botox, right? Because her face looks flawless. Right. And her hair is now blonde. You even said, I thought Galas was a redhead. Yeah. Which, so did I. But, and I don't know if that's, I mean, she's, you know, altering her...
0: I mean, if she's got truth serum, she can do pretty much anything she wants. Yeah. Like, all bets are off.
1: That's right. That's right. And she said, and her body is amazing, which is very, very different from the book. In the book, Galas Duncan is Fat. They describe her as fat a number of times. Oh, right. Really? So she goes south and also has syphilis. So she, and that's why her behavior is so bizarre. That's why she's like killing virgins and right. having maybe baths with their blood. Right. And that's why, you know, I read an interview with the woman, Lottie Vander something, who plays Gallus Duncan. And they said, well, is she actually a bad person? And she said, yes, she is. Because. At this point, she is. And it's because she's got a disease, syphilis, which is making her brain right. crazy. So when she came out of that bloodbath, I was, I was just thinking, wow, her body is so amazing. And they've decided to go this route instead of the route of you know fat, fat, gala. She's they still went, crazy. They
0: went the Willoughby route of changing it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, they made their own executive decision there, for sure. But yeah. I mean, yeah, the actress is great. Yeah, uh, yeah no it, And it's it, nice
1: to see her again right yeah it, so well, many unfamiliar faces this season it's nice to see someone who and a good in, one
0: like galus was always one of my favorite characters yeah. from the first uh from the early i don't know where she left season one or season season she one left she in left in season one because yeah. we thought she
1: was burned at the stake
0: i always thought she was one of the most intriguing characters No, well, i guess she came back in season two because you got to see 1964
1: galus oh you're right at yeah. the very very or 60 whatever at the very end of yeah where she's two. at the university yeah, um, that's interesting. I saw an interview with Matthew B. Roberts, and he was saying he like he loves this actress so much. He mm-hmm. says she's just amazing and can do anything. Mm-hmm. That he was trying to figure out a way to bring her into season two more. Yeah, but they they couldn't. Obviously they not. didn't have time or anything. But they really they're huge fans of this actress. Mm-hmm. Man, for good reason. So she's looking to find out where her other sapphire is, and she keeps giving him tea. And when he's talking, she's like that. Yeah. Darn cake is is too dry. It's too dry. Drink some more tea, and boy. And you immediately, you said, "What's in that tea? Like, yeah. what's is that truth medicine? Like, you just knew, yeah. which you're very good at figuring out what's happening." But you knew right away. So she learns that his uncle is James Fraser. It, it
0: is truth medicine. She reveals that a witch doctor makes it for her. Well,
1: yeah, and he's and she said, "What are you thinking?" And he was like, "I was just thinking that my uncle probably knows where it is." And he, he cops his hand <laughs> over his. <laughs> his Whoa. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so then, so she learns that James Fraser is his uncle. Then she starts getting extra flirty with him. Mm-hmm. We learn that she has sex with virgins and then basically kills them. Yeah,
0: that's the long and the short of it. And
1: you sure. said immediately, lucky for young yeah. Ian, he's not a virgin. Just, just
0: took care of that. Good for you, young Ian.
1: And then we we cut to credits. Mm-hmm. Not she, credits. Well, to, Ian tells her. I mean, she didn't yeah. really seem to care. No, she was like, well, good, she's, you'll know what you're doing then. Yeah. And uh, this actress is very brave. She's rolling all around naked like she's... She was...
0: Yeah, no, she was ready for this. Yeah,
1: she was brave in the scene. Mm -hmm. And then we cut to the opening, not the credits, but the opening credits.
0: Well, and I just... I don't want to... I know there's a lot of um, talk about... Like, you get this with Game of Thrones a lot, where Game of Thrones gets um, really criticized for the amount of nudity in the show. And season one of Outlander had a ton of nudity. It did. And season two, I don't think... I don't know if it had any or not. I kind of tuned out for part of it. Yeah. But I don't remember it having it nearly as much. much. No. Season one had a ton of nudity. Uh, well, because ba-
1: season two barely had any sex. Right.
0: But then they they, they yeah. went away from the, the nudity. But I feel like even though Galus is naked, mm-hmm. even covered, but, you know, naked for half this mm-hmm. scene, like, she owns the scene. Mm-hmm. And you're not... And it doesn't... She doesn't, in my opinion, she doesn't own it because she's naked. Like, she is crazy and like <laughs> yeah. intimidating and yeah. she is like there is no it's creepy it's creepy that watching her in control like she's naked because she is trying to make Ian off kilter like yeah. she is it's everything everything is a weapon yeah for, for oh, totally everything yeah yeah her, the naked the blood she says my favorite line of the episode which is this don't worry
1: it's only goat's blood
0: the protein and
1: iron keeps my skin young
0: which, by the way, that doesn't make it less crazy. It Even, does. Like, it does because you think well, it's the boys' I guess, blood. I guess it does make it less crazy. But I'm just saying, like, that's still like, if it's not 10 out of 10 crazy, that's still like a solid seven. It is. You know, that's that's because f-
1: someone's going out there and slitting those goats' throats and, and that's a, pouring it into a bath. That's a lot. I've never a lot. There's a lot. That's that a, a d- lot of goats. That's a tub. whole herd. That was a soaker tap. If
0: it's virgins, how many? That's a lot. That's a whole. I know. That's more than six. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I have yeah. no idea. What am I, Dexter? I don't know. Anyway. Um, but but yeah, and that 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 opening scene was fantastic. Like it was just really young Ian held his own there. Was as so good. He petrified.
1: Looked, He was petrified, but also kind of turned on, and then petrified yeah, again. Didn't know what no, to do. No, he was. He yeah, did a great it
0: job. Was, it was anyway. Bravo, Outlander.
1: Yeah so we learned well you actually said because when we got to the opening credits you you looked at the time and you said wow that was 11 minutes of a cold open that's one third of a jamie and claire sex scene
0: (laughs) pretty much yeah yeah that was that was like a third of the length of the of the bedroom scene in a malcolm
1: yeah that's not an exaggeration that that was a
0: long cold open but it was great well worth it
1: yeah and the title shot are uh woman's hands we can only assume they're galus's hands Going through the treasure, searching, she finds two sapphires, and then she's frantically looking through, and she can't find the third sapphire. Which is
0: weird because it was kind of, a lot of times those um, opening slates are like hints. foreshadowing totally. to what's going to happen in the episode. But that's obviously a flashback.
1: Well, not necessarily. It can it can it can be a flashback, but I think they're usually hints about what the episode's going right. to be about. Exactly. And if it had started before the cold open, it would have been. But it came after. I wonder if maybe
0: they decided after they'd shot it.
1: Well, they're like, we have to have a title shot.
0: No, but I... W- anyway. But yeah, no, I know. It's just it, interesting because yeah. she obviously, she explains, like, you know exactly, exactly what she's what doing.
1: Exactly what it is. Yeah. Anyway. So we then go to Jamie and Claire. And as soon as they get off the ship, they arrive in Jamaica, they get off the ship. And the first thing Claire does is to suggest that they split up. Yeah. Because they're look. I mean, we know that they have a goal, that they're What's looking for young Ian. And Claire's right. like, well, why don't we separate? In this strange continent that I've never been to Mm -hmm. before, and whenever we separate, horrible things happen. And thank God for Jamie, who says, "You know what? No, we're not. We're not separating." He calls
0: that instantly.
1: Good for you, Jamie. Yeah. They meet Jared's friend, and he invites them to the governor's ball, and then he takes them to quote fair lodgings. Yeah. and says that he'll go back and get their belongings from the ship and then bring them to them. And he says, make inquiries at the slave market. Sorry, what were you going to say?
0: Oh, no, 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 go ahead. Finish, finish this one. That's it.
1: Just, that's, well, that was kind of like the end of the scene because he says if you're looking for someone, make inquiries at the slave market.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they know that they came in on the, was it the Beruja, the Braja? Yeah. And, you know, they, they think that Young Jungian has been sold as a slave.
1: Yeah, which...
0: which... He has more or less mm-hmm. but What I want to say here, though, is one thing I noticed instantly, and you did too, that I liked, mm-hmm. is that... Um, both Jamie and Claire, and this carried on through the whole episode. It didn't go away. They look weathered. Yeah. They, they look like they've been on a ship. On a sh- on a ship, yes. <laughs> in uh, in the sun on the deck, like they're kind of, you know, they're tan, but they also have like that sort of kind of po- like complexion, weathered, that, that like, weathered yeah. complexion that looks like they've kind of spent a long time. Well, in Well, Claire
1: Islands. had that when she was wandering aimlessly on right. the island. But too. I like that
0: they kept it, like from a, a continuity sake. And you pointed out that Claire's. Uh, her costume her costume had the rip in the arm that had
1: been sewn up but you could yeah. even see like the stained blood that had been right. washed yeah. off yeah
0: it was it was really there was really strong continuity well it's it. so
1: impressive considering I've, I have read that Terry Dressback the um, costume designer she says there's often like more than like you know six six outfits that are the same mm-hmm. which means that those six outfits that Claire was wearing had that yeah, stitched up blood stained
0: yeah. costume departments will have identical outfit like yeah. a, a number of identical outfits to change into so yeah they, they they really went all in with continuity and and uh i appreciate those things
1: yeah and then we get into details about the slave market and claire is upset yeah and it is truly disturbing oh, i had a it's... really hard time watching this jamie seems like it's distasteful but he kind of ignores it like claire looks up and is like horrified and upset and Jamie looks up, and you can see he doesn't like it, but at the same time, he goes to the slave owner mm. and says, I'm looking for my nephew. Like, he's not disturbed yeah. by it. Well, I mean, he's of a different time,
0: right? Like, I mean, Claire was born in an era where slavery was abolished, and in Jamie's era, he's never known abolished slavery. Like, slaverly, slaverly? Yeah. slavery is. is still legal, as horrible as it is, and obviously Jamie's 100% opposed to it, but he would have seen it. It would have been, yeah. he would have been much more... Uh, used to seeing it anyway. yeah
1: so Claire Wonders often finds I mean this scene I remember this scene from the book and it is so disturbing and it's it's very identical to the book
0: yeah it's interesting you told me about this scene before and I uh, did we, I really yeah when I yeah. was reading it uh, you're talking about where they have the, the, the slave sale where she goes to the slave sale is that yeah. what you're talking about yeah yeah where yeah where they kind of they they, they try and prove his, his virility yeah. and oh, it's yeah, so I didn't disturbing. I never thought they would it's ju- out, oh me claire.
1: neither it's sickening but they they play right. the whole thing out including claire hitting them with an umbrella yeah, and then jamie no comes up it. and she's like solve help me do something yeah. do something and then we cut to the bedroom and um she's holding he basically he bought <laughs> he, the slave in her name right
0: and which you know she's mortified <laughs> about because the, i think the last thing that she wanted to become was a slave owner but jamie explains that that's literally the best thing they could do because yeah. as terrible as it was they the only way they could help him was to, at least temporarily, own him. And he explains that you know, as backwards as it is, that that's the best thing for him because it not only does it prove that he owns her, but it proves to other people that, that she he owns that, that yeah that he has an owner. Because he said if you know if they just let him run free, someone will just grab him up. And sell well, that's him what
1: because Claire says, "What if I just rip this up? Then he's right. a free man." And yeah. Jimmy's like, "No, yeah, That's the worst. then he's yeah.
0: so, going to go to someone
1: else." So, so they
0: they. Both agree that it's brutal, but they, you know, they know that they're going to deal with it as soon as possible, and they do. They do deal with it quite quickly.
1: Yeah. Well, um, and they they go up to him and they say to him, you know, we're going to, we we want you to be free. We don't want to own you. Mm-hmm. We are stuck here, yeah. and while we're here, can you help yeah. us out? Because we've got to go to this.
0: He's a little confused by it. He's not really sure. He's confused, but yeah. at the same time, he's, he's like, whatever, he's you, yeah, yeah he's all whatever in. you need. Yeah. So he agrees to to go and talk to the the slaves at the governor's ball, uh, ball and that get evening. information from them. Yeah, and then uh, so they will all
1: work together, which right. is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. The next scene is back in Galas's bright pink home, and she's talking to the Campbells, crazy yeah. Margaret Campbell and crazy her Martin brother, Campbell,
0: who is not crazy, by the way. We find oh, out she's
1: not. Yeah, and uh, Galas says. She needs all three sapphires to properly do reading. So we know, mm-hmm. we have the background history on Gaelis' character. She believes in magic, obviously. She believes obviously. in prophecies. She believes in, you know, going through. St- I mean, well, I mean, she, she
0: went move? through magical uh, stones. But
1: unlike Claire, who's very right. grounded in, like. Yeah,
0: Claire still doesn't seem to right. believe, like, it was just sort of a weird coincidence. Thing that accidentally yeah. happened. Where like, Gaelis did to it on her. purpose, right? Like, she, this is, she's all about spells and witch doctor potions and yeah
1: and she's but, connected to the campbells which is interesting. I mean if it worked,
0: I would poo, oh, would you like Hits. I would too if yeah, it worked. Exactly. Yeah, for I mean, sure. You know, not virgin blood but you know.
1: No, everything you know. else. Yeah.
0: Um but but yeah, and I just want to just before we go on, mm-hmm. uh one of the things that I I really appreciate uh and this gets into it with this scene and and the scene with uh the the, the cold open with Galus in the in the blood. One of the things that I really like about this episode that kind of brought me back in is that for the first time in, like a long time, like a really I can't even remember. I guess it would have. I guess it would have been the technically the last episode of season two, but even then they glossed over it. Really, is that you know this episode strongly, strongly marked a return of science fiction to the series?
1: Oh yeah, it did.
0: Which um, for a show that's about time travel, it is almost. No, much- there is no science fiction at all, really. Yeah. It's like, it's basically like a Harlequin romance that, oh, by the way, also there's some time travel and that doesn't really matter because Jamie took his shirt off again. Right. Um, <laughs> but but this episode, like, we start off with the, you know, as soon as she starts talking about I made, uh, had a witch doctor make a truth serum and it worked. So, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is that magical? And then there's this prophecy about the magic stones and the, the soothsayer and... It's just it, it comes back around to this this element of science fiction that is that adds a level of actual interest to this show and it yeah. has been so there's two things that made this episode really good and the yeah. i fir- I'll get into the the other one's mm-hmm. later but the first one is that it brought science fiction back yeah and not so much that it's overwhelmingly a science fiction show yep. but enough to make it interesting for people that don't care about running beach embraces right right
1: well, Does, I, I mean, people can like running Beach Embraces and also love the science absolutely fiction Absolutely
0: they can. Yeah. But I'm saying we were very far to the other side for a long time. Right. And now, like, and now we're, we're back, back in middle.
1: some... Inter- and why don't you say what the other point is? Because that kind of falls along the lines of Galus as well.
0: Well, the other point is, and this is... Um, I, I've mentioned this over the past few episodes and I'm so happy to see it, but with this season has lacked and the last two seasons well no sorry this season what this season has lacked, lacked 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 is an antagonist better known as a bad guy right and we know right off the hop that Galus is a bad guy yeah there's no question that galis is bad mm-hmm. she is out for herself well, not really. Actually, she's out for. She actually has this weird noble cause of Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> it's really bizarre. But she's honestly a loon. She's
1: bad for our beloved characters right. of Jamie and Claire. But she's also bad just for like humans just in, in general.
0: general. Bad. Yeah. yeah. So, so this is you know a a show, an adventure is only as good as its villain, in a lot of times, in a lot of ways. And this so an adventure with no villain is a bad one. Right. So now that this adventure has a villain, and, and we actually get a few more, I think, as this episode goes on. Yeah, we do. But now that we have a villain, it becomes so much more interesting. There's stakes, there's a reason to do things. We're not just going off weird MacGuffins, as I explained last episode. Yep. There's actually a, a, an opposition for Jamie and Claire, something to fear, yep. a reason for them to do things. Yep. And it's
1: great. Yeah, it's refreshing. Yeah. So we have Claire, Jamie, Fergus, Marcell- Marcelli, and Mr. Willoughby all arrive at the bar, at the bar, <laughs> at the ball. There was
0: a bar probably. Yeah, I'm
1: sure there was a yeah. bar at the ball. Um, and they all look great. They've mm. repurposed a bunch of the Parisian outfits, yeah, which I yeah. thought was a nice touch, including the um, vest that Jamie's wearing. Mm-hmm. That was something that he wore yeah. in season two. They
0: made fun of Jamie's powdered wig.
1: Oh yeah, and his wig. Yeah, they said looked like a dandy. But he even asked. He's like, do I look ridiculous? Right. And then they're like, no, Absolutely. you look great. Yes. But even,
0: even Willoughby made fun of him? Yeah.
1: Um, and of course, the first person Claire runs into is Mr. Campbell at the front entrance. Right. Small world. And
0: Mr. Campbell is
1: not too mm, keen to see no, her. No, he doesn't love her. No. They get in line to speak with the new governor. Right. Jamie and Claire... Um, well, Jamie can see that Claire is really uncomfortable. While they're in line, she's looking around at all the slaves. Right. And Jamie who is very intuitive and also progressive for his time, Mm -hmm. just leans forward and says, when does it end? Even though she's never said anything, he can tell by how uncomfortable uncomfortable she is that this is something not from her time. And he probably feels kind of uncomfortable about it too because it's obviously not a great thing to do. So he can only assume that slavery does end. Yeah. yeah. And she tells him, but it's not for a while. But I I, I just like that he knows that it's wrong and that it will end. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because it's a nice character nod to It is. It really is. Willoughby has a moment across the room with Margaret Campbell where he sees that her brother isn't nice and there's kind of this whimsical music and connection between the two of them right
0: right they make this i don't remember contact. that from the book well there's some other girls that were kind of macking on willoughby earlier well, too when they but that in. was
1: more of like oh look a tiger in the zoo kind of thing because they, 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 they actually asked jamie is he for real but i didn't think they, were, they weren't they weren't i seemed, mean the for real thing was not great him. but they, they
0: did seem they didn't seem mocking about it though which yeah. just had to have been nice for willoughby i yeah. would think jamaica is his jam
1: Fergus and Marsalee are kind of canoodling behind them. And Claire says to Jamie, I actually really like Fergus and Marsalee. I think that they're adorable together and I buy everything that they sell. And Claire says to Jamie, remember when we were like that? And I said to Joe, I'm like, I feel like they were never like that. Jamie
0: kind of says that too a little bit. Yeah,
1: Yeah, he does. But then they have a nice moment between the two of them. They lock eyes. And then we see who the new governor is. Lord John Grey. Lord John Grey. And how great was it to see him again?
0: It was great. I love Lord John Grey.
1: I love him too. Everyone loves Lord John Grey. He's my favorite
0: new character of this season. He's fantastic.
1: And his on-screen chemistry with... Anybody. With anyone. Anyone that's on screen with him, he will create phenomenal chemistry. He's a
0: good actor. This guy's, you know, put it in the books. This guy's going places. David Barry? Yeah.
1: I agree. Interesting piece of information. So every actor on this show... Is required to read the books before each season. Right. That's just something that they have to do. Um and those yes, books, They should, they, I think. they they really should. Like right. it gives them information on the it's characters. Professional, I agree. It's professional. And I read an interview with David Barry that he just did after this episode aired. And they asked him if he had read the book, and he hasn't read any of the books. And really? he said the reason is because they cast him basically too quickly. It was so last minute. They, He found out he got the job, and the next day he was flown to Edinburgh to start filming those oh, really? prison scenes. And so he said, I barely had time to read my lines, yeah, let alone read... Uh, like." And he doesn't show oh, up probably. until... Right. I mean, I guess he's kind of in season, or in book two, but it's right. mostly book... So he would have had to read three books. He would have had to read Outlander, Dragonfly in Amber, and Voyager That's in lot. order to prepare. It. And, and he book. just didn't. But I think... For me, it seems crazy because Lord John Grey, I would say, is the second most important character next to Claire. Because he has his own series of books. More important than Jamie? Jamie's in both books, but right. Lord John Grey has his own series of books where it's right. all Lord John Grey's world and life the same way. Jamie's in Claire's books, mm-hmm. but and he's also right. obviously in and out of Lord John Grey's, but he has his there's i don't know four or five books all about lord john gray he's a I'd, huge character
0: they'd be good books i bet
1: well and they're talking about a spin off series probably not
0: but but <laughs> but the but the character's good
1: they're talking about a spin off series with, with lord john gray david barry uh,
0: move on david anyway
1: oh come on dave
0: he could do it cut and run buddy
1: he could be the star of a show
0: he could be but not that one let's wow. get him a better let's get him a better show anyway
1: We'll see. We will see. So, Jamie and Lord John Gray lock eyes. Jamie introduces him to Claire and he says, I thought she died. And Jamie's like, Well, oh, that's kind of a yeah. long story. We're and d- you know, Moving on. Yeah. yeah that's- <laughs> Lord John Gray's like, Let's go into a different room. Right.
0: And there's, but there's also instantly.
1: There's almost like a love triangle happening. Claire
0: knows that there's weirdness. That there. he's special. Insta- instantly. Yeah. Just the way that John greets him and looks at him and then kind of like looks at Well, he at, loves him. And also looks at Claire. No, for sure. But Claire picks up on it instantly yeah immediately yeah and yeah and then i like how lord john is basically like forget everyone else in line let's rock and roll yeah and they just leave
1: so they go into the room and jamie asks about willie mm-hmm. and it's really sweet between yeah. lord john gray and jamie and there's actually a nice moment where um jamie says well i think about him all the time and lord john gray says well he remembers you too from, time, from to time, time, to time to time. And you can see there's this moment on Jamie's face and then he's like, it doesn't it's matter. It's a bit of a
0: stab for Jamie. But he's right.
1: like, as long as he's happy, it doesn't right. matter. Like, he doesn't need to remember me. But, um... So they, they tell him that uh, their nephew has been kidnapped and they're trying to find him. They notice he's wearing the sapphire. Mm-hmm. And he says, I wear it to remember our friendship.
0: Right. He yeah. loves
1: him so much.
0: And this was, only, this was the one... This is the only real sticking point that I had with this episode is that I instead of it being called the Bakra, I feel like it could have been titled, Oh, that's convenient. Oh. Like because it was there was just a lot of plot things that were a lot Oh, that's convenient. Or yeah. sometimes it's called the Deus Ex Machina or the Machine of God, where they just it just all things just happen because they have to to progress the story. And it's right. like, oh, Hey, Galus needs the sapphire. Oh, guess what? She's at the ball. She's at where the ball. Where John Gray is? Who Jamie gave the sapphire to, and he just happens to wear it on his belt, where Galus can see it. Yeah. Oh, that's convenient. You know, like it was. There's so many things in that in that uh, that little sequence there that you know, like. Oh, and by the way, they all ended up in Jamaica. You know, like it's at the same. In yeah, the
1: same in the same, the same
0: day, yeah. on the same time. Like it is. It is very unlikely. Although I did say that, and you. I don't know if it had happened yet at this point. Yeah, in the when episode. they're in
1: line and, and Jamie looks over and mm-hmm. sees who the governor is, he says to Claire, What does he say? He says something like, I think by you traveling through the stones, you've made it right. that we so, keep running into certain people. And
0: this is this is an interesting if that if that's maybe the writer realizes that this is kind of obscene. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so they're implying that somehow She's thrown everything she's off. almost like affecting Chance, Yeah. And I don't know if that's, if that is what they're implying, but it is one of the only ways that you could explain all these, oh, that's convenient moments. Yeah. Because it really is ludicrously convenient. convenient. Yeah. But anyway, I like so many things about this episode. I'm just going to roll with it.
1: Great. We never hear that. That's right. Then we have the scene with Margaret Campbell and Willoughby. They have another moment out in the garden and he says he knows that her brother is unkind to her. Yeah. So
0: he's been, sorry to cut you, I just, that was how I mentioned there's another, there's other bad bad guys and i feel like willoughby and margaret's brother are kind of ha, kind of have their own antagonist protagonist oh, yeah, going on because yeah. he does not like the he way not well at one point he her brother her. says
1: i'll get the stick out it's like sorry are you yeah, beating he's obviously a, a bad
0: person so anyway they're in the in the garden
1: well i'm not sure what the point of the scene is except maybe two mishaps finding solace in each other i i don't know he calls her a flower from heaven and holds her hand and they have a nice moment and yeah so i mean that was two minutes of the episode
0: that we... I mean, it's a nice subplot. It gives Willoughby a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of... We, we want Willoughby to find good things. We do.
1: That's true. It also
0: shows that, you know, it, keep, it shows that um, in the first time we saw Margaret, she was just like a raving crazeball, yeah. right? And now she's not a raving crazeball. She is a person who actually, according to the show anyway, has these visions. clairvoyant visions yeah. that, that take over her. So I think it... It normalized Margaret a little bit as Humanizes well. Normalizes both of them, uh, yeah. As sort of this uh, this abused, mistreated woman, not this like crazy lady under her brother's care.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I saw it. I like that. Thank you. So Claire and uh, Jamie separate, and Claire and Lord John Grey run into each other, and he reminds her that they met before. He's like, "We met before, you know," and. Um yeah, they have a little in joke about how
0: she was not in distress and they have a they have a little
1: And he's moment. incredible in this scene. Like yeah. he's so endearing the chemistry was great. But then but then he starts you can tell he's jealous of her. Mm-hmm. And you actually called it candy part 2 for a second yeah. and they're kind of locking eyes. Um, yeah. but he does seem genuinely disappointed that she has returned. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, cuz I think he has not so secretly always or has continued to pine for Jamie,
1: and hope that maybe if he was lonely all, and miserable forever, that eventually he'd flip
0: flip sides and yeah. come on over. Yeah,
1: and maybe he would have because Jamie really likes Lord yeah. John Gray because he
0: was gonna be like that time you offered to kiss me. Yeah, because I mean, hey, I got your sapphire. Yeah, um, yeah so but but alas.
1: Side note: In that interview that I read with mm-hmm. David Barry, he also said that in that scene where Jamie offers to kiss him, mm-hmm. I guess. They had to talk about it a lot and had a hard time getting through it because Sam Hewen felt very strongly that that was out of character for Jamie to offer to and kiss him. Yeah, and the writers were like, "No, no, you have to do this." And he, Sam Hewen, was just like, "I don't, I don't really see this character." I thought so, it was
0: really out of character in the in the moment. Really? He, well, yeah, I mean, right or wrong, I thought I thought it was bizarre just with the way that he had reacted. Before, like we're going way back now, but just yeah. how when he when John Drake Greg tried to hold his hand and he threatened to kill him it but they like it, I mean their
1: friendship has come so far no but
0: that was in the same that was that was a lot closer in time
1: no no because that was in the prison and this was years later after he'd worked at Hellwater for so I long remember. it was it's, at the it's end it's all blurry anyway but it, I just but thought that still, was an is. interesting piece of information because we know that Sam Heughan and the writers are right. sometimes there's a little bit of discrepancy yeah, there yeah there's
0: some I, th- I think there's more than a discrepancy there but anyway
1: so Claire and Lord John Grey's conversation gets interrupted because she says, "Excuse me, I've just seen a ghost." Because she sees yeah, Galas, and she runs after her, and she goes out. Who into
0: obviously the... is luring Claire out? Like yeah, Galas knows be. they're there. She must she, be. Yeah. They don't
1: play it like that, but she must be. I think she as soon was. as Claire notices her, she walks out. Right, because and... Galas
0: finds her. When... Do you think so? Absolutely, because you. She Claire's walking around
1: looking for her, and. Um, Then my favorite line of the episode, you just hear Gayla say... Of all the Gen joints, in all the towns, in all the world... Which I loved, because it's a nice nod to Casablanca, and it's also her... like First of all, she's acknowledging herself to Claire, but she's also calling Claire out on the fact that she's giving Claire a quote, that she and Claire are the only two people who would know that quote. Um, Which is funny, because... She never got confirmation from Claire that she was a time traveler. And I don't know if you remember, because we're back to season one, but the last time they saw each other was when she was about to get burned at the stake. Mm -hmm. And she kept asking, why are you here? Why are you here? And Claire's like, it was an accident. And Galus Duncan assumed she was pretty sure that Claire was a time traveler. But she she confirms with her in this scene when they're walking in the garden. She says, "Was I right? I was right about you." And Claire said, "Yes." Mm-hmm. So she was like ninety nine percent sure, which right. is why she gave the Casablanca quote. But she also wanted final confirmation. She's like, "You're not. You are also a time traveler, right. correct?" Which I kind of liked. And then we learned the story about how she survived. She had her baby. Dougal came and took, took the, the baby. And made sure that the baby was safe and this is important because that is roger's great 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 grandfather okay um and then dougal also paid the jailer to take a different body to the stake to get burned yeah which Gaius watched which she watched because how often do you get to watch your own execution yeah that was
0: was obviously kind of a nice line where she's like yeah you don't often get to watch your own funeral let alone your own execution which is true she's so crazy she's great the line was great though but she's an up bar
1: she is an up bar Mm -hmm. and then she's walking along and she's like you know when I learned of Dougal's death I uh, and she actually says when I learned that he died on the battle of Culloden and you can see Claire and she actually (laughs) does this like flicker of eyes like she does have a little guilt there right she's like or under my hand as I push the knife in yeah um, and then she says, after I learned that Dougal died, uh, I I married a plantation owner. Uh, it's very dangerous for men right. out here, yeah. so he died, and you just know. Yeah, she offed him hard. She, you yeah. know, that she, yeah, but the way good. she says it, she's like, it's so right. dangerous out right. here. So he's dead for sure. But now I own a plantation, right. and that's nice to have. Yeah, and Claire says, you know, we're looking for Young Ian. and. She's like, oh my goodness, she really? She gasps, that's so awful, yeah. I'll do whatever yeah. I can. just yeah. a reminder that she's a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And then she calls Jamie a wee fox cub and says, why don't we go find him? Right. And so Claire reintroduces Galas to Jamie, who has never liked Galus. Even in episode four of season one, when Claire and Galus were becoming friends, Jamie has never, ever, ever liked Galus. He's no. always known there's something off about her. Right. Um, and then she introduces... Him to Lord John Gray, grabs his sapphire and storms away. And Lord John Gray says, She's a little strange, isn't she? (laughs) Which might be my second favorite line. That was a good line. And then we have Gaelis peer pressuring, convincing Lord John Gray to have a reading by Margaret Campbell. And he does a good job deflecting. Yeah. He's like, no, no, nope, 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 nope. And then finally he's like, sure.
0: Right, the gracious hosts, let's do it.
1: Let's do it. Um,
0: So she gets the she she basically tells him that that he needs a personal item. So she, you know, gestures to the conveniently placed sapphire, and he begrudgingly takes it off his belt and gives it to her. And she's you can see she's just like quivering with excitement. And um,
1: Margaret Campbell delivers a bunch of yeah. Basically,
0: as soon as Margaret holds it, like she just. Spaces out and she just starts she gets this like
1: cackling witch voice and she's pressing <laughs> blah 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 blah. Yeah.
0: You know what the prophecy is? Like I couldn't even.
1: Well, what happened? The time it makes no sense and right. Lord John Grey stands up and says, Ugh. "What an interesting, what an interesting yeah. hobby." Thanks so much. Yeah, and thanks for the
0: crazy clap clap. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks
1: for the crazy, yeah. and he walks off. But then Galas and Mister Campbell are walking. Yeah. Galas
0: does not. She just grabs Campbell and books. Yeah.
1: It. And they're trying to decode it. And basically, a child must be cut down. A child that's two hundred years old. Yeah. So we're deco- This isn't
0: the actual prophecy. This is right. Their, this is their them decoding, decoding it. A baby
1: that is already two hundred years old must be cut down, so that a new king of Scotland will rise.
0: So basically, what it says is that they have to. it's was it after that? Some it was like some stretch of time after a two hundred year old baby gets killed. New King of Scotland will come, or
1: yeah, and you said that's Brianna. Yeah, it's obviously it, Brianna. Yeah, right? so how
0: many? It's like the only 200 year old baby you and, could have, yeah, right? And
1: Galus doesn't understand it, but she's like, "We'll figure it out." Which yeah. basically, it's it's leading up to Galus targeting Brianna. Brianna. Yeah, so she can time travel, and she doesn't know about Brianna yet, but right. she's smart and she'll figure it out, and right. then she will try to kill Brianna in order.
0: That is what I feel will happen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when, but I'm intrigued by it.
1: I like that you're intrigued by something Finally. that Outlander is offering Who you. Who knew that it could happen? Um, then we have Ferguson Marsali canoodling outside mm-hmm. and Captain Leonard pulls up. A second villain.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I guess a
1: third, including Mr. Campbell, yeah. her brother. And they run in to tell Jamie and they all run out of the ball. And then they learn from their freed slave that young Ian is at Mistress Abernathy's. Right. And Claire is like, she lied right to my face. And Jamie's like, I told you, she's super yeah. evil. Like he's always right. said that. And, but Claire's always kind of thought as, of Galus as a friend of hers, yeah, right? Like
0: a, yeah, because she was also a healer or a, a knower of herbs yeah. and a time traveler. Yeah, so I think she always felt she was a bit of a kindred spirit. And Although,
1: she saved her life. Yeah, that too. She really did save yeah, Claire's life. she did. Um, so they flee from the ball. Captain Leonard sees them leaves. Jamie and he, I mean, they, they pull up to where... Yeah, the... uh, Galus' plantation is and
0: no 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 the, They in, in between they're uh, the, and I feel bad that I can't remember the character's name but the Freed the, Slave yeah the Freed I Slave I am calling him he, the Freed Slave uh...
1: it's Tamarack or something
0: oh well they call him Tamarare on the oh. they name him Tamarare which is a British that's like a that's a it's a ship term I can't remember mm-hmm. I don't know what it is but it's they, they, his, that's not his actual name oh. on, the, on the on his document they, they name because they have to give him a name so right. they name him Tamarare. so I I just don't want to call him Tamarare because that's obviously not his name right but uh so they pull up and um because he sees a mark on a tree and he says, that's the, that's the mark that, you know, the, basically the underground railroad of Jamaica, he says that they, they, there's freed slaves that live up in the mountains and I can go there. And they say, okay, that's great.
1: Oh, I thought that was where Galus's plantation was.
0: No, no, that's, he's, they're letting him go.
1: That makes me so happy for him. We oh, didn't
0: realize that.
1: No. Okay.
0: So yeah, so he pulls over and they have, you can see there's like. Yeah, a, I saw the dent yeah. and, he and he's, he's like, like that, this is, this is the place. So he's That's like,
1: why they're like, best of luck to you. Right. I thought they were like, go get young Ian.
0: No no so he's he goes off he's got that bad leg so he goes kind of hobbling off into the
1: that's the so nice and, for him yeah. they actually gave him his freedom
0: exactly yeah as soon as because yeah they knew that was going to happen because when they were I can't remember when but he basically said there's a group of free slaves that live in the mountains and, and that's where I'll go and they said perfect let's get you there so anyway they, so he, he
1: just escapes and Captain Leonard yeah he, comes like,
0: up in the nick of time because yeah. they don't, they're not even able to get back in the carriage and Captain rides up with the red coats.
1: Yeah, and arrests. Jamie, yeah,
0: Jamie knows immediately what's happened. So he takes out a folder and he's like, these are the pictures of the kids. Take them.
1: Which I thought was interesting that he says, yeah, he says children. Here are yeah, the pictures so it's of the obviously children.
0: Obviously, it's got his Willie cameo in it and the photos of Brianna.
1: Which yeah. nice to know. I, I thought it was bizarre, though, because I, I was thinking, wouldn't he be like, here are all of my photographs of Brianna? But instead, it was like, here are my photographs. Well, he doesn't kids. want to
0: lose the Willie cameo either. That's No, he really does probably a... means more to him, to be honest.
1: Yeah. So he hands it to her and then he's Yeah. He's they, taken they off in away. chains or handcuffs. I don't know, but I am getting a little sick of seeing Jamie being taken away in handcuffs or chains Me too. or something. It's it,
0: it's it but at least now it's there's a little bit more purpose to it, so I can if this had happened without all the rest of the stuff I would be just
1: annoyed that annoyed again, to all hell they're being separated. And, and,
0: but um, and
1: Claire yells at Captain Leonard. I like that. Yeah. After she's everything like everything I did for here, everything you, everything I did be for dead. you. Yeah.
0: he's he's just like good day. <laughs> he, well, he looks a little guilty. He looks a little guilty, but his ambition trumps all. Like he's yeah. on a mission. He he wants that ship yeah. of his own and and f them all. So yeah. yeah so they they cut scene. They they go off and then and it's over. Scene. Yeah.
1: So there's one episode left. It's going to be called Eye of the Storm. And there was a bunch of rumors in the Outlander fandom that it was going to be a two-hour finale the same right. way season two was. And they've now just confirmed that it will be one hour. <gasps> so we have... Awesome. No, we have one hour one to wrap up whole hour. everything. Yeah. And here's the thing. We have to wrap up everything that's been, you know, leading up in season three. But we also need to sort of set the premise for season four. Because we want... I mean, people like you need to know why they're going to be watching season four, right?
0: Well, I mean, I think what's going to happen... I don't know. I mean, bookies know. Mm-hmm. But I think what's going to happen is somehow by the end of season... The end of this season. By the end of next, next episode, episode. yeah. Um, Galus will find out about Brianna. She's going to get those pictures from Claire. She's going to find out that she's got a daughter... And she's going to then it's going to be like, Galas. And she's going to realize that she had that the daughter in the
1: yeah. 1700s and delivered her together. 200 years later. Exactly
0: that she's the 200 year old baby. I think that's going to be like the the cliffhanger. I, I mean, obviously people know what's going to happen, but I that's that's what I think is going to be like. The, I feel like this season's going to end on a bit of a cliffhanger.
1: Okay, we'll see. Yeah, we'll I mean, see
0: either that or she travels through time, kills Brianna, and then the series is over. I don't. I mean, yeah. I don't think that's, that's what's going to happen, happen.
1: happen. But okay, so. Shot. Or
0: Black Jack Randall comes back. Okay.
1: Okay. Probably That's not. for sure not anyway. gonna happen. What was your least favorite scene?
0: My least favorite scene would have been I don't know. Um Strangely enough, off the top of my head, I don't have a least favorite scene. I, I love guess it. you know what? I think my least favorite scene was probably the slave trading scene and not because i didn't like it just because obviously it was crazy terrible like it, you know like it was my least favorite scene because it was my it was my least favorite scene for a good reason because i didn't want to watch it you know what i mean it was, that was it was yeah brutal that so, was my least
1: favorite scene too all the yeah. slaves all the slave market stuff i just found it so disturbing and so uncomfortable to watch it makes me feel sick to my stomach yeah and I just, I hated it. Like, I always watched the episode once, and then Joe comes and joins me, and when that was happening, like, I didn't even look, because wow. I'd Jeez. seen it once, and I couldn't handle watching it again. So that was also my least favorite scene. Yeah. What was your favorite scene? I think... The,
0: the, the intro. The, the the cold open, the 11-minute cold open was my favorite scene. There was a lot of good scenes in this episode, but that was really good. It was really well executed. There's just a number of things to like about it.
1: Actually, the first scene when we see Galus again come out of the bloodbath, that was my favorite scene, too. Oh, wow. We have the same least favorite scene? Oh, my God. What's
0: happening here, guys? It's Armageddon.
1: Okay. MVP.
0: Uh, Galus.
1: Okay. For sure. For me, it was Lord John Gray.
0: I mean, he's a close second, for sure. But it was nice to see him back. But Galus, she just dominated the screen. She
1: did. Okay. Big moment. Loin points. I'm so excited.
0: This is tough. Um, I'm gonna give it a 75. Woo! I know. I'm gonna give it a 75. It Highest was,
1: rating ever. Yeah,
0: because it was a. It's hard. It's one of those things. Is one you ever do this thing where, like, you wait a while to eat. You <laughs> yeah. get your are hung. Like you 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 have like maybe an early breakfast. And then you have like you for some reason have to have a late lunch, like lunch at like two and two thirty. And whenever you eat at that time, when you're that hungry, no matter what you eat, it tastes great. Yeah. Like you could have toast with jam, and you're like, Jesus, this is the best toast and jam I have ever had. So because of the deprivation. Well, and that's thing. the thing. So I don't know if it's really good if this was a good it episode, was. It was a great or episode. if just because the rest of them were so bad that this is just like my delicious two p.m. toast and jam. Right. But I'll take it. Yeah. Because so I gotta so- watch it.
1: So 75 from you. I would give it 92
0: Because really? a lot that's happened, a which
1: I enjoyed, and the story was propelled forward, but it is not the type of episode I would watch over and over and over. Right. And some of them are. Like some of them I could watch 10 times and still love there it. There was
0: no loining in this episode but at that's all. But that's not necessarily
1: game. why... It's part... Uh, no, it really isn't because some of my all-time favorite scenes and episodes are the ones in the beginning of um, season three mm-hmm. when it involves the time travel and the anticipation of seeing each other and like all the conflict with Frank and the development of the relationship between Brianna and Roger. Like some of those episodes, I could just watch forever. Okay. This episode was a great episode.
0: It's very different from any other episode this season than totally. and really almost any other episode ever. Oh, on the for show, sure, really.
1: Um, But I wouldn't, this isn't an episode that I would watch over and over and over. Like Outlander is a type of show where there's been some nights where I'm like sick and I can't sleep and it's three in the morning and I just need to like go downstairs and and watch something comforting and I'll turn on Outlander because I love it. But this is certainly not an episode that I would turn on at three o'clock in the morning when I was by myself trying to, you just want to
0: see I just need to see a naked woman in goat's blood that's all that's <laughs> yeah. what I need that's what I and need and right maybe
1: now. go back to a horrifying slave right. market exactly. like no yeah. this no, is not fair. this is not that kind of outlander episode I hear you. for me mm-hmm. so there you have it and there you have it we episode did it. 12 is in the books we only have one episode left oh, can you believe it unless we get those 500 oh. emails and then we've got many episodes left
0: We'll see what happens. We'll
1: see what happens. Keep those emails
0: coming in, I guess, if you need to.
1: Okay, and thanks for listening, everyone.
0: Thank you very much.
1: Have a good night.
0: You can reach out to us on uh, email at gmail at loyla, at gmail at the twitters on facebook.org. You know.